What's up, buds? What's up? BJ, Oon, Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. Oon, Dot, and Daryl, and this week we watched wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start off with WWE, which I didn't really watch. Uh, I watched NXT. Yeah, we didn't even talk. Okay. You didn't watch 205? I did not yet. I was going to, but I haven't finished the G1 yet. That's okay. Fucking Isaiah Swerve. Yeah, I saw that. I heard that they tore it down. Yeah. I was really disappointed in the finish, but... I mean, I get it, but God, it would have been so great. I don't know if you said all and I'm no. going to spoil it, but uh, Gulak won. But I was like, man, if he won, if you know, Swerve won on his debut. Yeah, that would have been pretty cool. That would have been great. Like beating the Cruiserweight Champion on his debut. Right. No, I did watch NXT, so I'm up to date on that one. Nice. Uh, yeah. Raw was disappointing. Uh, the first thing I saw it. from Raw was mm-hmm. a still picture of the click in the ring. And Seth Rollins, they're all like hanging out and hugging yeah. and they all look happy. And Seth Rollins is just standing in the back down, their background by himself looking dejected. And I'm yeah. like, that's exactly what I expected from the Raw <laughs> reunions. All the old guys going over the new guys. Yes, they stood tall against the club. Like it was. Yeah, it's all. I say the only person seemed like didn't try to put themselves over the young yeah. kids was Mick Foley. Right. Letting Bray Wyatt have the manable claw. It's yeah. pretty fucking dope. Now, see, to me, it all would have been worth it, and that's why I watched to the end, but, you know, they're all out there celebrating at the end. If all the new guys came out and just beat the shit out of the legends... They should have, but... Right? How good would that have been? I liked, uh... I did see Stone Cold's segment at the end. I watched his whole... He was fucking trashed. He seemed like it. Jesus. In the like, little, uh, he you watch the whole was. thing you said because there's that part like he he gives his little speech about how he loves everybody everybody and comes he, to the ring and he's yeah, like, like how much time's left <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. and he starts telling a story that doesn't make any goddamn sense that had nothing to do with anything <laughs> I'm pretty sure he had like started talking telling that story in the back to somebody and then came out and was like oh, I'll finish this <laughs> like, like what the fuck um I mean, and that's like, here's the thing. The show, it was entertaining. I enjoyed the show as a standalone show. Right. It does nothing for anybody except Bray. And it doesn't further, it doesn't make people want to watch ever again. Right. In my opinion. Because all all you did the whole time was tell people how shitty it is now compared to the past. Pretty much. And it seems like that they're banking on getting things from the past continuously now is going to be their new thing because I saw that this week on Smackdown King is coming back for a King's Court segment with well there's a reason for that oh did you hear that rumor no I had it for news and rumors but uh Apparently Charlotte is going to face Trish at SummerSlam and that's the whole point oh I did see that okay yeah that's the whole point of it so So which I get it should be a lot of fun as long as Trish is I was wondering why Trish was coming on to Mm mhm yeah, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, like SummerSlam's looking to be a decent card. So I'll keep watching the pay per views. I'm just not watching Raw or SmackDown. Right? Did anything happen on SmackDown? I don't uh, even know. So probably not. Uh, okay. I bet Shane McMahon was there. Yeah, a lot. Uh, but no, Bray Wyatt again. Okay. Was amazing. Uh, ba- basically, Finn comes out and challenges him to a match at SummerSlam. 
and the fucking Firefly Funhouse shows up on the screen, and oh, he's nice. like cutting a promo from inside. That's cool. The Firefly Funhouse. See, that's what I was hoping for, is that we keep getting to see both sides of Bray Wyatt mm-hmm. and play into the storytelling. Yeah. Good. Um, Glad they're doing that right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the twenty four seven was good too. Oh yeah, and the twenty four seven was good. I like seeing Pat Patterson as yeah. the champion. Fucking Pat Patterson. His pin was him. awkward as shit. It's like it he didn't was. know how to put his foot on him, but yeah. whatever. Uh, and then the whole Drake yeah, stuff. Gerald Briscoe winning, and Kelly Kelly being the first woman, and then Medusa Dude, about she's to throw still her away. All the way live. And the million dollar man. That was probably my it. favorite. Was him buying it with um, a shit ton of fake money right. and a couple real one hundreds. Like he, yeah. he was like, <laughs> you could see that they were like obviously not real. They yeah. were just like blank pieces of paper. Yeah, it was right. ridiculous, but it was great. It's alright, but yeah. And then he bought it. And I mean, you got to think like so when we were kids, a million dollars was worth. It was a lot more fucking money than it is today. Oh yeah, million dollars ain't shit now. No, uh, poor million dollar man. I know. Well, hopefully, he invested right. And, Turn that million into a billion. I mean, he's still the million dollar man, yeah. so. That's true. Um, maybe he only has 900 million. <laughs> uh, um, uh, oh, and then, yeah, and then he got pinned in the, in limo, the limo. And Drake beat him. Which he was still in the limo when R Truth and Drake's wife drove out, so right. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. She's been a trooper through this whole thing. And I mean, I know she's a wrestler, but it's been great. Right. Like, and he gave us an update this week that she found his browser history. I saw that. And he is still <laughs> yet consummate his marriage. marriage. Yeah. So, I, yeah. To me, it's the most interesting storyline. Which is sad. In WWE. It's so much Also, fun. I saw the clip of... Some chick who I didn't watch and therefore can't remember her name, but she was one of them that was probably a Divas champion because I think they all held it. And um, Eric Bischoff and Mike and Maria Kanellis. And like the Mike Maria Kanellis stuff is just trash. Like it's fucking garbage on TV. On on Raw, it's garbage. I didn't see anything from SmackDown. No, 205 is good. It was. I haven't watched 205 for a couple weeks now. Uh, so It's, uh... Now we're getting Drake versus... Canellis yes. in a unsanctioned match. So I'm all, all about that. Yeah. Sweet. <clears throat> and if Canellis wins, he gets a, um... Title shot? Title shot. I hope Canellis wins. Yeah. And wins the title. Yeah, me too. But... I mean, I don't want to see the title change right now because I really like Gulak, mm-hmm. and I don't want Gulak to just be a transitional champion, but right. I think that's what he is, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, He's so on fire right now, though. He's had mm-hmm. so many just killer matches lately. His shit with Matt Riddle, his shit with Kushida. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my opinion, it's the only above-average thing Kushida's done so far. I have not been impressed with yeah. Kushida at all. No, and considering his background, like... Yeah, I think he's... He's just having trouble adjusting. I hope he doesn't... As long as he doesn't get injured, I think he'll get there. I think he's still... St- I, th- I think it's just an adjustment thing. I think mm-hmm. once he gets used That's to everything, doing. he'll be fine. Yeah. Um, maybe he won't, like though. To... Maybe he'll be like Tommy. I never gave a shit about a day with Tommy, either. But, man, I've, right. Kent has been my favorite thing in the A block so yeah. far. Um, Moxley's been my favorite from the B block. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Um... That's later. Yeah. What else? I don't remember what else happened on SmackDown, though. 
Nothing. Uh, Fucking nothing happened on SmackDown. Oh, there was the Shawn Michaels, Dolph Ziggler stuff on the yeah. on Miz TV. Which, that was pretty. It was pretty. Funny. It was funny. Yeah. yeah it was. Uh, but again, it was Shawn Michaels getting over on. Right. I shouldn't say the young guy, but. Right. Um. And what sucks is it's not leaving anywhere. Like that's the thing. Like, right. You know, we're, we know we're not going to see Shawn again. It's not going to happen. Um, but yeah. And then... Even if oh, did, the main event was actually kind of fun. Main event of SmackDown? Yeah. What was the main event of SmackDown? It was supposed to be Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. Okay. And then, <clears throat> basically, Shane McMahon was the ring announcer. Drew McIntyre was the referee. Oh, yeah. And Elias was that. the timekeeper. Yeah. And then they end up not even having a match and just beating the shit out of those three. And it was kind of fun. Um, Actually, I like that. It's different. Mm-hmm. It's not just the same old, let's make it a six-man tag match. Right. Playa. Nope. Tons of stunners, Superman punches, spears. I got to watch Teddy Long with hair be a referee this week, too. What? With hair? Yeah. I mean, it was only oh, okay. here, but okay. it was hair. Okay. Player. It was from 88. Yeah. Nice. Um... Yeah, I think that's all that happened on SmackDown. And then NXT was good. I enjoyed it. Um, we get our two out of three falls match, which we talked about last week. They announced two of the three yes. falls. I kind of really like Adam Cole being like, I don't need no stipulation. To yeah, do. that was the best. Like, we're just going to have a wrestling match because that's what we do best. Just <laughs> like I beat you here and here, which right. I thought was great too. To yeah. point out that the only times they've had just a single one-on-one match, Cole's yeah. won both of them, right. so... I I hope Cole walks out of this champion still. Yeah, I hope Regal doesn't announce his stipulation until the night. Th- like when the match is there, right? <clears throat> like first two falls, you know, one. Me and too. One, cause, and cause my Regal fear is they're just going to make it a steel cage match, and I don't right. want just a steel cage no. match. I want last man standing, or yeah. Well, what was their last one? Two out of three falls. Okay, that's right. Um, yeah, Last Man Standing would be good. Makes sense. That's the one I think, from the story perspective, makes the most sense. Yeah. Is okay, well, since you guys still can't seem to figure out who's the best man, right? then we'll just do it with the Last Man Standing. Yep. Makes sense Settle it me. once and for all. Right. And that's it. Um, no, I'm stoked for their match. Their matches. I mean, we've seen them so many times, and they're always so good. Um, you know, speaking of what is so good, I was thinking about this the other day. We want some good long story, story, long term storytelling. There we go. There you Here's go. how you can do it. When mm. Seamus comes back, he comes up to Cesaro and he's like, "Did you forget about me, man? Like, I'm out for a couple weeks, and you just go on and start having your own singles career. What about the bar?" And Cesaro's like, "Oh, well, I'm on my own now, or whatever." And they finally have their blow-off from their feud, which led to them being the bar in the first place, mm-hmm. and they have a fucking last-man-standing match yeah. like they should have in the first place. Right. <clears throat> yeah, I definitely, definitely want to see that when Sheamus comes back. Because those two fucking... Those, th- that seven best-of-seven series oh, yeah. that they started to have that never... Were like, like the was seven best matches that year? Of that year, like, that was <laughs> fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. They beat the shit out of each mm-hmm. other. Every fucking week. Every fucking week. Yeah. Um, 
No, that'd be great. And Cesaro has to come out on time. But uh, that Jordan Miles Angel Garza match was really fun. Yeah, I, mean, it was. I was not expecting that ending. No, with Jordan me Miles picking up the win. I'm like, because my opinion was Angel Garza's got to win this whole thing. No, I actually see Miles as a future star already. They already see him as a oh, star. Yeah. They're making him. He's he might win the yeah. whole th- fucking thing right. at this point. I'm just saying, Angel Garza. He's just got. He has it. Garza does. doesn't need this win to That's be a true. star. Is the thing is Garza's That's already true. over. Like, yeah, he just when he walks down the ring or that ramp, you know, he's the reason I watched NXT this weekend. Yeah, Angel Garza is the reason I watched NXT this nice. week. Like it's mm-hmm. he's why this episode was priority. I had to see Angel Garza in the ring again. Yeah, yeah. I need him more. He's so good. Like I can't wait to see this guy. Right? He's just got... And like, then it was like worth it. Team Dream. Right. I want to see a feud between those two. Because I also oh got to God. see the fun that Keith Lee and Damian Priest had. Yeah. They had a good fucking match, yeah. too. That was enjoyable. That, uh, catch dive on the outside. That was sick, Keith man. Lee. Fuck yeah. Damian Priest is not a small feller. Like, and <laughs> Keith Lee didn't just, give a shit. He just fucking... Picked him out of the air like he was oh Johnny Gargano or something. Yeah. It was nuts. It was awesome. Um, the Shane Thorne stuff interested me, too. Yeah, out of nowhere. Yeah, I really and, liked uh, that. seeing where that goes. Um, actually, I watched the last two episodes back-to-back, because oh, okay. I didn't watch last week's, which yeah. had, like, Dane putting Riddle through the stage. Mm-hmm. But um, And so I don't know which episode it was from, but there was the uh, backstage actually I think it was from both the backstage segments of Mia Yim beating the shit out of uh, Marina Schiffer and oh, beating yeah. the shit out of Jasmine Duke I think it was over the last two weeks oh actually. it was yeah it was one at each yeah, right um, whichever one she slammed the fucking car door on that was pretty fucking brutal I mm-hmm. think that was the first one those were a lot of fun uh, Keith Lee's backstage promo. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Keith Lee's a fucking star too. Like the dude is killer on the mic. Like he mm-hmm. he's so unique on the microphone and the way he talks. His voice doesn't match his appearance, but it's perfect. It works so well. Yeah. He's one of the. He's like Jake the Snake, where the dude he doesn't have to raise his voice. He doesn't mm-hmm. have to yell. He just he's gonna tell you concisely what he's gonna fucking do. Yeah. Like that's why Jake the Snake was so it. fucking good, and that's what he did. And then that led up to that match, which made the match with him and Priest even more fucking awesome. Yeah. There's um, another really good promo this last week or over the Dream. last two weeks too. Dream was good. Not in ring. Another backstage one oh, that okay. was really fucking. They're gonna say the dream. Oh in-ring. no! The fucking Tyler Breeze getting approached by um. Uh, the Forgotten Sons and him calling Jackson Riker Buddy Murphy. That was fucking fantastic. Yeah. That was probably the best line of the week. Yeah. Um, that's good. No, I enjoyed the yeah Velveteen Dream coming down and then Roddy and then right. fucking Pita. Pete Dunn coming down. Yeah, that was dope. This that was unexpected. It's going to be amazing. And I like Drew and I were eating dinner together when Pete Dunn's, and I had like a mouthful of pizza and almost spit it out because I heard his music. I was like, what the fuck? Pete right. Dunn's not supposed to be here. And he's going for the North American. But title. there he is. Oh, yeah, he's going to look good with that belt, too. Mm-hmm. For 500 days. For 500, 600 days, yeah. Yeah, yeah he can um, hold it until Walter comes in next week. That would be <laughs> amazing. Shit, dude. That would be amazing. <laughs> No, I'm ready for Pete to take the next step and come to NXT proper. For I've been ready. A proper thing. I've been rubbing beyond ready. Well, I know, for but to come to NXT yeah. proper. Let's do it. But it's the perfect time. Walter's got this handled. UK's in good hands. And my only fear is, and Meltzer has the same thing. 
October, Vince McMahon takes over NXT Creative and yeah, we'll ruins get, all that. Yeah, we'll get to all that. Um, let's hope not. Um, I mean, I figure probably I don't have anything else WWE to talk about. Really? I figure that moved us into news and rumors. Well, I'm just gonna finish. Oh. Okay, yeah. I mean, unless you got anything else, I don't have anything else. I haven't watched UK in a couple weeks, so I don't know what's going on there. Um, I'm going to catch up after the G1. I've got between the G1 and All Out for worrying about. So I'll catch up on UK between then. That way, by the time we get back from All Out, we can watch the UK takeover. All right, well, yeah. So let's go ahead and get into news and rumors. Yeah, the big news, AEW, Wednesday nights. October 2nd. Yep, on TNT. And NXT, not announced yet, but looking more than likely. On FS1. On Fox Sports 1, which doesn't reach near as many homes as TNT. It's also cool, though, because it's the the exact same week that SmackDown moves to Fridays Mm, on Fox, too. So it's going to be a fun wrestling week to see. see I might actually watch SmackDown that week if I'm not already back to watch. They're trying to get the rock for it. I saw that. But yeah, I'm ready for the Wednesday Night Wars, and is if they're still offering, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be that though. No, I know because here's the thing: if they're still, if NXT is still gonna be on the network, I'm gonna watch the next it. day. I'm gonna watch, or even if it's on Hulu, still I'm gonna watch it the next day, and I'm gonna watch AEW live. Right, like that's the way it's gonna work. Yep. So. At least for the first couple of weeks, I'm going to give AEW a shot and see yeah. if it... Because I've just come to realize that sports entertainment's not what I'm looking for. Right. And that's my whole issue with WWE now. And instead of whining and bitching about it, I'm just not watching it. Yeah. And I've been a lot happier since I quit watching it. It helps I've had the G1 to hold me over. Because right. there's been so much good shit in the G1 this year. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm, I'm weaning myself. I watch I'm, less and less each week. I'm good at trying. It was because like I don't enjoy it when I watch it. That's exactly. the problem for the most part. And now I don't even. And I don't know why. Actually, I got to the point. I'm just turning it on, and it's just background noise. Mm-hmm. I'm not even paying attention to it. Yeah. It's just there, and it's like, why waste? I'm not. Why bother? Right. Yeah. yeah. Quality of life has improved since I gave up on five hours of the WWE. Yeah. But no, I'm excited for AEW. We only got. I'm excited two too. Months. I um I like the G1, but it's going to end in August, and I need weekly wrestling to keep me going. Right. And. NXT's just not uh, enough. What do they got coming up? They got a new tournament coming up. Uh, not a new one. They're going to do a Super J Cup this year. That's right. Super J Cup. Yeah. I mean, I didn't mean like new as in brand new, but like new as in... Right. Still. I'm still cool. I'm happy they're bringing it back. Yeah. I want them to do another Young Lion tournament. I think they do one every year. They don't, actually. Oh, they don't? Really? Uh, they stopped doing them in like the early 2000s and didn't bring it back until like 12 or something. Okay. 16 maybe 16 16 okay. 12 was has it been when, every year since though I think so oh, okay 12 was uh the first year that the G1 winner was guaranteed the con got right. that contract for the yeah because yeah. I looked that up yeah I knew that because I was curious as what happened if Okada wins right. out because mm-hmm. it's never happened since 2000 since the winner but yeah but the champion didn't get a right the winner I'm just saying it hasn't shot. Happened, yeah. so I'm curious because I still don't know what happens because I couldn't find a, a definitive answer on the interwebs oh he gets to pick his opponent oh that's neat yeah now do they still have to carry the contract and defend it up until Wrestle Kingdom like the winner of the G1 does 
Maybe. I don't know that part. Or is it just <clears> but I know he gets replicate him at that point? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you lose the title, I guess you lose. If they're going to have somebody win it out as champion, it's going to be Okada. Right. And that's kind of my thought, what they're doing with it. It seems like what they're doing this year. It's going to end up to be him and Moxley. Because no one's ever gone undefeated either. And again, if somebody's going to do it at this right. day and age, if it's not Tanahashi, it's going to be Okada. Right. And Tanahashi can't do it this year because he's already got two yeah. losses, I think. Well, no, just the one. Three. He lost the first three nights. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. He's on a win streak at the moment. He's yeah. going to come back. I think I said it that after that third loss, I was like, I thought he was going to lose. Or no, he only lost two. That's what I thought. That's right, he lost two because after that win on the third night, I thought he was going to lose three in a row and went out. But now I think he's going to lose two and went out. Uh, he might still lose one more somewhere along the line. I think I was looking at it, and there was one match I think he's going to lose still at some point, but I don't remember which one it was. Because he already lost to Okada, which is I don't the know. big one. So we'll see. Well, it's back to um, news and rumors. That's what we're supposed to be talking about. Yeah, I didn't even pull them up yet. So. Okay, well then I'll keep on mine. Uh, had some fun Twitter stuff this week between Orton and Osprey talking about and wanting Orton to take some time off and come to New Japan. <laughs> God, that would be an amazing match. Could you imagine? That would be fantastic. The RKOs out of nowhere we could get. Like, I could just watch. I think they should just get together and give us a RKO out of nowhere, like, fest. Like, <laughs> just see how many different places. That's all I want to see is this, those two together where they can do an RKO. It would be cool. I want to watch like 10 of them. Like, let's do it. Um, oh, back to the Bray, or part of the Bray Wyatt stuff, which I mentioned to you off air, but someone mentioned it was really cool with him getting the Mandible Claw that uh, <clears throat> the glove that says hurt is the one he's given the Mandible Claw with, and the glove that says heal is the one he's kind of like holding their head and laying them down softly and kind of. Yeah, I mean, it's such, yeah. a, it's such a simple idea. Right. The hurt heel, it's good, bad, it's, you know, it's that same duality of man mm-hmm. kind of thing that I really enjoy. Yeah. Simple, well done. I'm amazed something like that hasn't already been done in wrestling. Like, mm-hmm. Right. So good. Yeah. Um, oh, along with the AEW news, they uh, Magic. did a TV guide shoot, and it looked like they are just starting a 90s sitcom, basically. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, that. it's got like Cody and, I mean, honestly... Uh, I liked it. Um, Jungle Boy looks like he could have fit right beside his dad in 90210 right. or whatever back in the day. Like, That's cool. I like uh, that. I thought it was neat. Right. And it's cool that they're getting all this attention it's cool for this week. cool still a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's more of a magazine now. Yeah, I know, but still... Um, Right. Raven talks about it a bit. Mm, nice. Not so much. it was a big thing. I mean, when WWE got those covers back in the, what, late 90s, early 2000s? It was a huge those deal. Was a huge uh-huh. deal for them. What else she got for us? I mean, not back? only... Oh. What, well, I'm just saying, not only did they get the cover, they got four different covers. Yeah, that's they true. They were collectible. Yeah, you got your choice I of wrestling. I had at some point. I, I didn't. Know. We had whichever one came, because I think we still got... Yeah, I went to the store. See, we might not even them. got it by then, because... Once they put it on the ca- whatever cable channel is, yeah. my family's like, I ain't paying for it. We'll just wait for it to fucking scroll and tell us. No, I went and bought it. I ain't paying $4. Yeah, I went and bought one of each, so. I did not. Um, and also, Luchasaurus 
this week was so good. The comment? The comment on the, we had an asteroid. Some kind asteroid of, comment, or no, whatever. The, yeah, the asteroid one was good, and there was also one that someone put up a sign that uh, it was a... Boy Ryan a Stegosaurus Stegos- or whatever. Or Triceratops. Yeah. And uh, with the line through it that no. says no, and he's <laughs> like sad to see something like this in 2019. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it is really like, come on, people, don't yeah. be uh, prejudiced against dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. It's not cool. Um, Jimmy Uso back in the news. Oh, that was another thing. So John Cena <laughs> picked on Jimmy Uso for drinking, for drinking and, getting and getting arrested and stuff. And then he drinks and gets arrested. Two days later. Two fucking days later. Got a DUI in Florida. <laughs> I had that um, on my list, too. Fucking Jesus Christ. Right? He was probably upset and tried to, that John Cena picked on him and went to drown a sorrow. Right. And fucking hey, man. No, it was fantastic. I, yeah. Um... I keep going back and forth. AEW also, uh, so Meltzer's reporting that because the Jericho Cruise is a week-long event and it would go over um, a taping, mm-hmm. or not a, a show on Wednesday, so there's a chance that the show that week will be filmed because like half the roster, over half the roster is already booked for the cruise. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, they might doing all show, the wrestling for this year, right. Rock and Ranger. So they might uh, be shooting the live show. I'll be honest, like Jericho you're like Cruise. like the way you're saying this, like to me, I guess just the way Jericho talks on his podcast, this is already a done deal. And oh like, really? See, I haven't listened to his podcast. Um, and had MJF on if I had to listen to it. Oh, I didn't know that. Fuck yeah, dude! It was fantastic. I do have to listen to that. So good. Uh, but they they keep it very professional. Nice. Um, There's a couple times they almost cross the line when Jericho starts to talk shit about Cody, but yeah, yeah. But I hope that they do that a lot with different unique venues. Because to me, WCW, I loved like Bash at the Beach when it was out in a pool, in the middle of a swimming pool, and like all those different unique yep. venues that they would go to. I love stuff. Like and they that. used to have the spinning ring. And, yeah, spinning ring was dope, right? Um, it's probably stupidly dangerous, but oh, it was yeah. dope, right? Um, it's going out of circle. Every size be... hard cam side now. Um, I wonder if that's where they got the idea for like the spinning pile drivers and the spinning power bombs mm-hmm. and shit. Was from the Maybe. spinning ring. Maybe. Uh. Oh, we can go back to the Super J Cup too. Okay. At least three people have been announced for the Super J Cup. Yeah, TJP. TJP coming to New Japan. Yeah. I'm interested to see that. Dragon Lee and Show. Yes. Are they announced so far? Yeah, I like it. Um, You've got Dragon Lee from New Japan Noah, I believe, is where he wrestles primarily. And then you've got Show, who primarily does his wrestling with New Japan mm-hmm. Wrestling, and TJP, mm-hmm. who's the one of the newer okay. Impact signings. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about the Super J Cup is it's not just New Japan wrestlers. Right. It's, it's a everything. mixture of smaller guys from all around mm-hmm. the, the world from different yeah. organizations. So that should be... I'm, I'm going to try to watch a lot of that, too. I don't think I'm going to watch it as regularly yeah, and as religiously as I have with the G1. But yeah, like, I at least would like to watch you know, some like of the you bigger know, matches and shit. TJP versus Dragon Lee? 
If that happens, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, that'd be dope. Mm-hmm. Um, Wrestle Circus. Yeah, they're done. done. I had that too. Closes for good. Um, apparently, the promoter's just shitty at it. Like, and he shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. He came out and had a big thing and saying, you know, basically that, that he's like, yeah, I suck at this and we're not going to do it anymore. So that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, which, like, I've watched a couple of other shows, but, and they were really good. But I, it's whatever, it happens. It does, I mean. Um... A lot of people made their names there. Yeah. Um, Chavo Guerrero basically told Andrade, he's or said it, that he's happy that Andrade is using the Three Amigos. That was a good a, podcast too. Yeah. Which one was that one? Uh. It was either the one I listened to with Stone Cold this week. Uh huh. Or I only listened to a clip of that part on Squared Circle or YouTube or something. That reminded me, I didn't have it in Maybe it was on Busted Open? I don't remember. Maybe I just listened to a clip of that interview and not the whole one. But I also listened to one with him and I think Austin this week. Nice. But it might have been a classic interview now. No, the Goldberg was the classic, so maybe the Chavo was a new one. Okay. I don't know. Speaking of Stone Cold Podcast, the best thing that came out on Monday, which I think we're getting this week or next. This week, Tuesday. Is it this Tuesday? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm stoked. Uh, Hulk Hogan and Stone Cold doing a podcast together. Yeah, currently Stone Cold's new podcasts come out on Tuesday. Right. And then on Thursday they're playing a classic one like they were doing while he's gone. Every new one he's done since he's come back has been really good. Okay. I've enjoyed all of his all of his this time around. I haven't skipped one yet. Jericho had a UFO one the other day that was really good too. I love when Jericho does not wrestling ones. Yeah. And not music ones when he does conspiracy theories or UFOs yeah. or whatever. He commented on some conspiracy theory thing this week. He does a lot. Jericho's really into that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's an odd odd feller. Um I don't feel I got one while you're looking here, because okay. this one's just fun and fits in. Leo Rush's first single, or new single, dropped. Oh, God. First hip-hop single. It's titled Scenic Lullaby. I just saw it this morning. I was watching the G1, so I haven't mm-hmm. listened to it yet. But, yeah. Yeah. Um... first couple seconds of it when um, it's happening yet. That's weird. I mean, this is it. Okay. Uh, He's just sitting. Mm-hmm. He looks tired. Oh, is it an actual video, too? Nice. Million dollar baby. Yeah, I had it all. To that day when I saw my mama's tears fall. Broken heart. Okay. Should the devil really that's hit me? I can't go any further. No, that. that's fine. I mean, I could go a couple more seconds. But, right, we're yeah. good. Um, that's enough yeah. for me to know I'll probably never listen to that song. So I got one more thing. Do you have anything, any news stuff left? I got the last big, the biggest thing this week, and we can do that last. The only thing I still had then is the rumored card for SummerSlam. Okay. Um. Hang on. Okay. Because yeah, then we can talk about the biggest news this week. Uh, And I got a bit of. Obviously, Lesnar Rollins for the Universal Championship. 
Kofi Randy for the WWE. Mm-hmm. Kevin, Which I'm stoked about that. Right. Just saying. Uh, it's the Kevin Owens. Final ball. That will be a that Kofi. will be a good fun like, match. It, it, and Orton seems to be invested in it too. Right. And I love the fact that they brought up their past. Yes. The and, past the years, and the Jamaican accent. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. If Owens loses, he quits. Yeah. Lynch, Natalia for the Raw Women's Championship. Bailey and Ramon for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte versus Trish, which we already talked about. Shinsuke Nakamura versus Muhammad Ali for the Intercontinental Championship. Sorry, Mustafa Ali Mufasa. for the Intercontinental Championship. Mufasa. And yeah. the Iconics versus the Kabuki Warriors versus Fire and Desire for the okay. Women's Tag Team Championship. Fair enough. And then probably Drew Gulak versus... Yeah, on the, pre-show. on the pre-show. And we'll probably get the New Day versus Heavy Machinery. Those are my guesses. And yeah. Revival versus someone. Maybe. Maybe, on the pre-show. Uh, so? Yeah. So then the biggest news this week, mm-hmm. obviously, CM Punk is doing Starcast. Starcast. Yep. And he's making it a whole day fucking thing. He's going to do a show... Uh, two an hour and a half show, yeah. and then yeah, two meet and greets. Um, hundred and fifty bucks. I'm not paying it. No, but. I did look into it because we got. Oh, you wouldn't have got it, but I got the thing yeah. where we have our gold bracelets. We had early access to get right into the CM Punk meet and greet. Yeah, and I didn't look because I was curious, but. Even Drew's was like, why don't you do that? And I'm like, that's not, I don't have the desire to do that. I don't want to, like, if I want to meet a wrestler, I want to be able to, like, have a dinner with him and have a right. one-on-one conversation, yeah, not like a one-to-fifteen ratio of fan conversation right. at dinner, or like a quick handshake autograph and a picture. Like, that's not yeah. me. I don't give a shit about pictures. I want the memories, not the pictures, exactly. you know? Exactly. So, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing's done. And I'm going to remember more if I see him walking down the hall Yes, and, you know, not and then having the official meet and greet, right? Yeah. Like the clearest memory, some of the best memories I have was still us seeing Nash being escorted by security mm-hmm. to his room, drunk the first yeah. night we were there, and then Tanel Dashwood talking mm-hmm. about how good your meatloaf smelled in the right. elevator after yeah. dinner that one night. Yeah. Um, yeah, me too. It was the best. And see, you you weren't there, but during Raven, I got up and went to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I saw uh, Joey. Janelle yeah. and Penelope Ford, yeah. just how like, because we we that was during the press conference, and when they did that run in, it was right before they did their run in, is when I saw that. Yeah, because we skipped that to go see Raven. We made way for somebody, but I don't remember who already. Oh yeah, we did make way. Who we make way mm-hmm. for? I don't remember. I can't either. I remember seeing. Macaulay. I want to say Johnny Impact, but I don't Maybe. think that was no. right. We saw Macaulay Culkin, uh, his girl. Yeah. What's her name? Brenda. Brenda Song. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's all her. But, no, I'm, I'm, I want to go to the show, though. We're definitely yeah, going to get up sure. and go to the show. Absolutely. Like, definitely. Um, other than that, yeah. I also saw, since I guess we're on the oh, topic yeah, this, about it, yeah. for you fans out there, if you're interested and you're not able to go to StarCast, mm-hmm. you can get... Starcast for I think forty bucks this year. Yeah, I think it's forty bucks. But it gets you access to all three Starcast events and all oh. the previous shows. Which, being at the first one, I can tell you that most of those are worthwhile. 
the the War Games introspective was really good. The Jim Johnson one was really good. Yeah. Well, they released. Oh, I did have one more thing. Oh, okay. Raven. Yeah. For all you fans, old school fans, Busby was back on the pod this weekend. Nice. Or this week. He was on Monday's episode. He called in as a guest. Nice. And was on. I'm, enjoy, I'm enjoying the new format. It's more wrestling focused than the old one was. But I do miss the, the, the nonsensicalness of the old podcast. And it was nice to have Busby back for mm-hmm. a little bit. So, nice. yeah. They did release the full, not the full schedule, the main schedule. Yes. So, like, they have first... Like the primary shows and then the secondary mm-hmm. shows, which we actually went to a lot more of the secondary shows than we did the primary shows yeah. when we were there. Um, but they did announce all of the pre- main shows. Right. So you have the press conference Thursday night from 7 to 8, mm-hmm. which is the like the weigh-in and all right. that. Um, and then uh, Tony Schiavone and Cody are going to sit down yes. and do a show. Then Dean Malenko is going to be there Friday night mm-hmm. doing a show. The women of AEW... Is gonna have a show. Uh, Colt Cabana. Now he was originally scheduled for Saturday. Yes. But he, for you know reasons everyone can figure out, he moved. He has to be moved to Friday. Yep. Because um, he doesn't want to be there. I don't Same like time as Punk. Um, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous with M- MGF. MJF. Moxley's doing one. Mm-hmm. Joey Ryan's going to do a cock of the talk. Uh, Mick Foley's doing one. CM Punk. So, yeah. Yep. And that's just Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, there's still going to be Sunday stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. should be fun. It should be good times. Let's start. And I guess that'll take us on to number 28, Barry Wyndham. Oh, wait. No, I had... I have a piece of trivia for you. Oh, we're in for trivia in here? Okay. Yeah, I want to throw this in here. We'll see if I saw it or not. I don't know. I might know it too. So, buttons. Yeah. The four biggest, like, politicians of all time in the WWE that, you know, always kind of win are Triple H, Hulk Hogan, The Undertaker, and Shawn Michaels. Okay. Right? Sure. There is only two people that have ever beat all four of those men. And do you know who they are? Two people to beat all four of those guys. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Undertaker, and Hulk Hogan, Hogan. Mm-hmm. Edge? No. Okay. Nope. The Rock? Nope. The Rock? Oh, not even beat, just faced. Sorry, not beat, faced. Faced all or, four of I think, them? How did The Rock oh, no, face all victory. four of those No, it's guys. a victory. Sorry, it is a victory. See, the Rock had to have beat so all no. four of those, right. or faced all four of those he guys. He did face, but, uh, or no. He never had, like, a one-on-one match with Shawn Michaels. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess, nah, Michaels was out when he was big, though. Because right. The Rock didn't get big at the same time as Austin. He got big after Austin. Right. Hmm. Fuck, I don't have a clue. That is tough. Uh, it's probably two stupid fucking names, too. Like, They're big names. The Undertaker. Yes. Is one of them. Yep. Because he beat himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, The Undertaker is one of them. Right. Uh-huh. Uh... 
The other one, I have no clue, though. He I was is. trying to save the under. I knew the Undertaker was already one of them. I okay. was trying to save that for the second guess and right. try to figure out the first one, but I have no clue. The Undertaker is the only one I can figure out. He's also one of two people only to ever make the Undertaker top tap out. Oh, fuck, John Cena? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know who else has made the Undertaker tap out. Kurt Angle? Yeah. No. Seriously, yeah. Angle beat. When did he beat Hogan? TNA. I wasn't mm-hmm. watching that shit. That's why I don't know that happened. Okay. No. Uh, King of the Ring. Really? Mm-hmm. It was King of the Ring. Uh, he tapped out Hogan? Yep. He tapped out. Yeah. Hogan oh, tapped out to Kurt Angle at King of the Ring. Yep. Well, the Undertaker is the bigger surprise. Who was the other guy to tap out the Undertaker then? Brock. Oh, yeah. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Triangle? For yeah. sure. I think we watched that as a matter of fact. So. Okay. But yeah. That was a good one, dude. I usually do the trivia, but you had a good one there. I like yeah, that. Yeah, someone posted it. Um, give them credit. Dion the Socialist on Reddit. Thanks, Dion the Socialist. Yeah. If you're listening. Now on to number 28. Mm-hmm. Barry Windham. Uh, my match was from 88. When was yours from? So long. Well, I guess I'll go first then. Um, I don't even remember who mine was against right now. So. My match was Barry Windham, one of the four horsemen with J.J. Dillon, the United States champion, defending against Bam Bam Bigelow with manager Oliver Humperdinck from Starcade 88. Um, oh, yeah, mine's 92. Really good match. Uh, not surprising. You're talking about Barry Windham and Bam Bam Bigelow from 88. Wyndham was super young. Bigelow's newly returned to WCW, or at this point still the NWA, actually, uh, from WWE, being 88. He just left not too long ago. Um, actually, my favorite spot was Bam Bam uh, drop-kicked Barry Wyndham, and it knocked him over the top rope, and J.J. Dillon was trying to get the ref to DQ him, because in those days in NWA, it was a DQ to get knocked over the top rope. Um... This was a good, solid fucking wrestling match between two big dudes beating the shit out of each other. It was fantastic. You had Bam Bam doing his top uh, atomic splashes and shit. Um, Bam Bam loses the match by countout, though, so it was a solid match ruined by a shitty fucking ending. Yeah. Um, as far as where Barry Windham's going to fall on this list, um, he's actually going to go back um, actually, he's probably going to go back to the bottom of the list. Yeah. Bob Backlund was better. Yeah, he's going to fall to the bottom of, of the active guys on the list, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was good. Don't get me wrong. He was really good, but I feel like everybody else left. Backlund, Orton, Mysterio, Zabisco, Edge, AJ, Benoit, Eddie, Recruit, Jericho, mm-hmm. DiBiase, Triple H are all better. So... Yeah, I don't have much more to say. They said it was two guys yeah. just beating the shit out of each other, yeah. and it was fun. Yeah. I had more fun, though, listening to um, JR and... I can't think of his name. The guy that did commentary with JR back in the 80s for NWA. Uh, uh... Well, anyways, they were more fun, in my opinion, yeah. hearing young JR on commentary. Nice. So, what about your match, BJ? My match was Barry Windham versus Tully Blanchard from July 1987. Oh, nice. I'll bet that was fun. Uh, 
Tully Blanchard comes in as the world TV champion. Okay. Um, I almost watched this match. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It was it was, it was a fun match. Good 15-minute match. Um, yeah, mine was about 12 or 13. Decent back and forth. Um, yeah, like I really enjoyed it. Uh, the finish was fun, too. I miss time limits. Yeah, me too. I really do. It's um, been some of the most fun of the G1 or the couple matches that have went close and that tension of if it's going to go to time limit or if one of the guys is going to get right. the victory in the Which end I don't, or not. We haven't even had a tie yet. It's no. surprising. We usually get a couple. There's been two I thought were going to. Yeah. I thought Kenta and Okada was going to go to time limit. Mm-hmm. There's and I, that one Osprey match. Yeah. Where they had like two minutes left. And him and Shingo. Was it? I think it was him and Shingo. No, they're in different No, they're in different blocks. blocks. Yeah, you're right. Either way. Um, but yeah, no, this was really fun back and forth. The finish was basically, because um, like I said, Tully was the champion, and um, uh, Barry Windham hit whatever his finisher was. Yeah. I can't quite remember it right now, but he hit it, and uh, goes starts to get down for the pin, and the bell rings. Oh, nice. 20 minute time limit. That's awesome. Like, just hit. That is good. And then about five seconds later, guess who comes out? The four horsemen. Of course. So Arn's out there, and they're just beating the fuck out of Wyndham, and then it goes to commercial. That's pretty awesome. But, yeah, so this is a lot of fun. Um, I'm actually going to put him a little bit higher on the list. Okay. Um, I agree with you that Backlund's better, but I also thought Backlund... Was better. Was better. Right. Um, so I'm... Put him. I'm gonna put him currently between him and Sabisco. I think okay. he's a little bit better than Sabisco. I'll probably end up doing some rearranging on this list, honestly, when we get to that point again. Yeah. Hey, look, it's Hanma. Huh? I was hoping you'd say where'd he come from. I didn't but hear you. I said, hey, look, it's Hanma. Oh, okay. It's moving on to the G1. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorite things from the G1 has been every fucking time him hearing Kevin Kelly go, hey, look, it's Hanma. And now that Chris is back here and Chris go, where'd he come from? I do like him on commentary. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that, it, that like, if you would have told me when I watched him on TV, every time I saw him, every time I saw him, he was getting made fun of by The Rock. Yeah. And to think that he would be one of my, probably my favorite announcer anywhere right now, because I'm loving his commentary on the G1. The way he gets excited for the Rainmaker, for the mm-hmm. Destino. Destino! Like fucking awesome. Right. Most of the time. Yeah. Fucking awesome. I love the enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. It's like JR enthusiasm. It's like Morrow enthusiasm. Yeah. It gets you so much more invested in the match. But G1, we got some catching up to do. Yeah, we've had, what, four shows since uh, Well, the last show we talked about was night six. Right. But it had happened and we hadn't watched it yet. And right. I do want to take a second to talk about night six again. Because yeah. I want to talk about that fucking match between John Moxley and Tomohiro Ishii. Yeah. This is my favorite match of the G1, so not the best, so, but my favorite yeah. match of the G1. Yeah. It saw Tomohiro Ishii go off the top rope to the outside through a motherfucking table. Fucking nuts. Spoiler alerts. He does some high flying against juice as well. Nice. Um, yeah, Dave Meltzer brought it up this week, but like, if you think of it, the past three years, Ishii's been one of the top five consistent performers. Absolutely. Like anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you know, he's putting on 
four star matches with night everybody. after night after night with fucking everyone. Yeah. And I guarantee so Juice and him tonight or earlier today, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's I give that four and a quarter myself. Right. They had a four. And a, my only complaint about that was Juice no sold a little too much. Yeah. Um, a little. Right. And Just, I mean, I've said it on before. I think you even called me out. I love Ishii. Like, I always have. I do too. Like, I'm a big Ishii guy. He's so weird looking, and it's awesome. There was he reminds uh, me of. I think um, it was on night eight mm-hmm. when he was fighting. Whatever night he fought Naito, and he had his match against Naito. And they talked about Naito dropping him on his neck, and I'm like, what fucking neck? Yeah, he I doesn't have that. a neck. Yeah, I remember that one. That <laughs> might have been in the Dallas show. No, this was just recent right. again. It oh, happened. they did it yeah, again. Yeah, it happened okay. again where he's like, on oh, his neck. And I'm just like, there. he doesn't have a neck. Right. Um, I think it was the match against Naito. Yeah. Uh, he reminds me of, like, the Bowser things from yeah. Mario. Yeah. Like, back in the day. Uh-huh. The, he's, just, he's just a like badass motherfucker. Like, him and Suzuki... Just because they're bad motherfuckers. Right. Like, just for that reason alone. So good. It's a badass motherfucker. Yeah, so, um, we've had, uh, some other interesting stuff. Yeah. Amazing. Okada and Osprey, Night 7. Fuck yeah. It's fucking fantastic. Which, I mean, they've fought before and it's been... Their match and Okada and Kenta from match, from Night 9 are the two best Mm -hmm. matches of the night. Or the tournament. So far. Uh, Then I think third best is probably John Moxley and Shingo from Night Mm -hmm. 8. Holy fuck, did they have a great match. Those two guys were fantastic. I thought they might go to time limit for a little bit. Yeah. Um, Trying to see what else. Um, I've really enjoyed Lance Archer through this tournament. Yeah. I'm liking his new character, his new persona, his new look, mm-hmm. the everybody die claw. Jericho can get away with that shit elbow. He can do the claw oh, in yeah. fucking 2019. Yeah, that one, there was the one finish where he won with the claw, and it was really cool. Um, oh, which one was it? He beat Osprey with the claw. And he beat Bad Luck Fale, but I don't think that was with the claw. And those are the only two wins he's yeah, gotten so far in the, the tournament. Uh, when Osprey did it, I think Osprey like came off the top rope. Yeah. Or something. No, I think it was the Fale match. Maybe I can't remember. Or maybe it was just a tease with it and the way he locked it in. There was a spot where I think it was Ibushi maybe was going for like an arm bar or triangle or something and he like took it into the yeah that one yeah, that was yeah, cool that's the one I, that yeah, was really sweet that's what I was thinking about yeah that was yeah, dope he thought he was gonna I think that was Kota Ibushi okay yeah that's the spot I was talking about mm-hmm. yeah that was really cool um what else have we had Kenton Evil on night 7 was a was a really fun yeah, match too those guys than I yeah those two guys tore it up um yeah and then yeah. And then Kota Ibushi and Sonata was fucking amazing too. And that was the same night as Okai. And Night 7 was one of the best nights mm-hmm. so far. Because even Tanahashi and Lance Archer had a really good match too. Yeah. Uh, as always, Toriano has been the com- comedic relief of the G1. Always. And uh, he unfortunately lost again today to uh, Hiroki Goto. Aww. Um, I, don't, I don't care for Goto all that much. So. I got those points though. You did, yeah. I don't care for Goto all that much, personally. Actually, was that, the, that was the only one we disagreed on for today. Yeah. <clears throat> so. 
Uh, yesterday we both had four points apiece. Nice. Yeah, we're not doing horrible. You well, night seven was your best night with five points, and I've had like mm-hmm. four nights now where I've gotten four points, but I've not yeah, had a perfect night yet. Nice. I have yet to yeah, have a perfect. That's my only perfect night. Yeah, that's your only perfect night so far. <clears throat> And then, uh, so yeah, I haven't finished yet, but so far from the last night, I've watched uh, Yano and Goto was the first match. I watched Ishii pick up the win over Juiced Robinson. Still to go, I have Tob and Taichi, which is, I hope, the next match and is whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Shingo and Jay White should be a lot of fun. <clears throat> and then Naito and Moxley is the main mm-hmm. event, and I can't wait to see Naito and Moxley. I'm excited for when the G1's over. After I saw Ishii and Moxley, I want to see Suzuki and Moxley go at it. I hope so. I just, I just don't have any confidence that Moxley's doing anything past the climax, except for possibly Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I really... I think he might come back for a little bit, maybe in December, to tease something and set up Wrestle Kingdom, or right before he leaves, set up Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I think he's going to be used on the level of Chris Jericho after the G1's over. I think this was this... He wanted... I think Moxley wanted to make sure he was in... You know, got himself back into okay. ring shape and stuff. Um, well. Anything else? Spoiler alert, we got five points tonight. Did we? Sorry. Nice, yes. that's fine. Uh, yeah. I, uh. So we got, well, then coming up. So, boy, we can talk about the points. Um, Moxley and Okada are leading their blocks undefeated right now. Yes. I actually um, have them here. Everyone has a win by now, too, right? I do believe. Yes, because so, Sabre yeah, Jr. Sabre was the last won. person to get his win, yeah. and he did get his. Yeah, him, Fale, and Sonata all have two. So I've got the, I thought I had the points here, but maybe I don't. Okada and Moxley both have ten. Kenta's the yeah. only one with eight. Yes. And then Evil, Abushi, Tanahashi, Ichi, and Juice all have six. Yes. Lance Archer and Osprey have four from the A block. Right. And then everybody else in the B block has four. Right. Cobb, Goto, Naito, Taichi, mm-hmm. Shingo, Toriano, and Jay White. Right. And then, yeah, Bad Luck Fale, Sonata, and Zack Sabre Jr. are only single win guys so far. With eight points to go, too. Sonata so. and Sabre Jr. are very surprising, only having two points of this. I can see it from Bad Luck Fale. I'm not a big Fale fan. He's just a big yeah. dude. Like, mm-hmm. He's, yeah. He's shown some stuff in this. I mean, yeah, that I've enjoyed, he can, but, but I'm just not. Yeah. I'm not that big on Fale. Um, Never Sonata happened. to me is the biggest shock there. He's my favorite of those three guys Saber, down at the two point. Uh, well, you know my love for Zack Saber Jr. But yeah, um, Saber Jr. is kind of a shock, but with the story they're telling with it, it's not a shock. Correct. All the tantrums and the you know coming up and blaming. Uh, blame? I think the biggest shock for me has been no draws. So far, we still got eight nights left. Um, yeah, we're ten nights through, and we've had zero draws left. Yeah. But we still got some good matches coming up. Yeah, this week. Um, yeah, on Tuesday, uh, Tanahashi and Evil has some promise to it, mm-hmm. as does Kenta and Sonata. I'm really looking forward to that. Osprey versus... Uh, Zack Sabre Zach Jr. Sabre should be really fucking awesome. Time. Like, how many times have we seen that, and how many times... I'm also... I'm not even going to lie... The match that for the rest of it I'm still looking forward to the most, not counting the finals, of course, mm-hmm. is on night, I think it was 12, 12, fucking Toriano and John Moxley. I mm-hmm. cannot wait for Moxley Honestly. and Yano, man. That is going to be so fucking good. 
I mean, I'll be honest, my, uh, I want to see Moxley and Jay White. I think that's going to be fun. Like, that's going to be Actually, uh, on the last night, we get the rematch of Moxley and Juice. Yeah. That's going to be badass, too, because Juice has been fun to watch through the tournament as well. Um. And then we've still got, what, Kenta still has to face Zack Sabre Jr. still. And Osprey. And Will Ospreay. Oh, God, and somebody else. Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, no other than that. Oh, Bad Luck. Bad, bad luck. luck. Oh, yeah. That's the other guy left. I think he wins out. I do, too. Because I think Okada's taken. He's all of it. He's going to get all 18 points, yeah. Yep. And then. I think he's going to win in the finals against Moxley, too, at this too. point. I do, too. You think Moxley wins out? I don't. I think Juice is going to beat him in that last match. And that's going to be Moxley's only loss is Mm -hmm. going to be to Juice. And then that gets us our rematch so Juice can get the title back or what have you. Right. Maybe that's our uh, Wrestle Kingdom match or something. I'd be fine. Their first match was so fun. I'd be excited for the rematch. Are they coming back? No, they can't come back to the U.S. I mean, they can come back. Moxley can't fight. I was going to say, if they were coming back to the U.S., that was... Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, all in all, it was, yeah. uh, uh, one of the, the last tag match today, mm. uh, was LIJ against Kenta Tanahashi and one of the American Young Lions, I think the Fredericks kid, okay. uh, and the LIJ members were Evil Sonata and Bushi. Bushi came out with his super dope, like, solid white American, like, Native American headdress. Like, it was badass. And then the headdress came off for his overmask, and then his overmask came off for his wrestling mask. It was a bit much, but the headdress was really badass. Like, that's worth checking out alone from that match. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to go home and watch the last And then, before we wrap up here, Budge, just mm-hmm. a quick word on number 27, Fabulous oh, Mula yeah. slash Mae Young. The only matches we could find were from the their late nineties, early two yeah. thousand shit. Yeah. And that's not what we're looking for here. No. It was that attitude era giving birth to hands right. or shit. And they're like seventy years old. Right. And no. So we're just gonna put Fabulous Moolah on the bottom of the next set when when we get locked in. Right. And be done with it. Yeah. Cause we know that's pretty much the way it would go anyway, because yeah. watching matches from the fifties Right. It's not going to be exactly what we, what we like or what we're But join us next like, week so. when we take it full circle all the way back to Wild Boar Mike Hitchman. Yeah, he's number 26. And we talk about number 26, Jake the motherfucking <laughs> Snake Roberts. And number 25, John motherfucking Dr. Thugonomics Cena. Yeah. I love watching macaroni salad. It's good. Or potato salad. Potato right? salad. Potato salad. Potato salad. I'm looking forward to watching some Jake the Snake. I always... Still one of my favorite promos ever in wrestling. Him, Piper, Piper. and Macho Man, I get in so many fucking YouTube holes just watching their promos all the time. Heenan. Yeah, sorry. Heenan is on that list. Um, Yeah. And him him and Okerlund together. Him and Monsoon together. But... I just get on all those YouTube holes, and Roberts is always one. So Absolutely. I know I guarantee you when I watch his match, we're gonna watch. I'm shit gonna watch promos yeah, and other stuff and too. At least an hour worth of promos on top of. I don't it, know if we said it earlier in the recording or before we started recording, but his ability to cut 
the most amazing promos mm-hmm. without ever raising his voice, which is yeah. fucking awesome. He doesn't need to yell or scream, but you know exactly that you know he's gonna fucking murder somebody. It's gonna be good times, and he just tells you very concisely what he's gonna do. I'm gonna get in the ring, and I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna do this, and then I'm gonna put Damien on you after the one, two, three. Yeah. It's fantastic. Good. God, I might go home and watch. Anyway, um... <laughs> No, hit us up, five-star reviews, leave yeah. us comments and ratings and stuff. You can yeah. hit us up at BudsWW on the Twitter or email mm-hmm. Gmail the same place. I'm at D-A-R-R-E-L-L underscore G-U-N-S on the Twitter. And I'm at Beach 2004 That's B-W-E-J-2000-2004. I fucked that up for the first time in a very long time. Yeah. God damn it. So, yeah, tell us about it. And See? Hit us up and... And, yeah, tell your friends. Tell, tell your, your enemies. enemies. Tell... Tell Jesus. Yeah. Know. Until next time, boys. That's BJ over there. Who <laughs> does Daryl over there? Peace out, guys. See you. Bye. Go. Sound check. Yes, I do. Nice. Sound check. Sound check. check. It's checked. Is it? Mm-hmm. If I smack. I mean, it's still like noise. Are you loud? Screaming and whatnot. No. I gotta think the sound check. Is it? Yeah.